Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church in Chicago. My name is Pastor Joel Hess, and uh, what a joy it is to preach the good news to you. May God bless your ears and heart that you have the hope and peace that we have in Jesus Christ, and that the Lord changes your view of the world, that you see things as He does with the love of His Son, Jesus. If you want to support His mission here at St. James through Chicago, go to stjames-lutheran.org and donate. Thank you for listening. What do you think I see? I what see shall I do then with the one you call the King of the Jews? In the name of Jesus, amen. January 6, 2021. Everybody remember that day? Sat there watching in my office. TV or the internet or whatever, CNN, I'm not going to tell you which news station I watch, by the way. But we all saw it, heard about it, as people wandered into the capital, uh, chaos going on in our capital city, Washington, D.C., literally almost slamming through the, the session of Congress, chaos. People taking, I think, the speaker's uh, podium, you know what I mean? It was just nuts. I mean, who felt uh, a gut-wrenching feeling? Whether, whether you're left or the right, or whether you were a Trump supporter or Biden, or whatever your thoughts, I mean, nobody, I don't know anybody who didn't feel sick inside when they saw this, heard this, read about this. Because no matter what your thoughts, it felt like things were kind of crumbling. That there was, as some would say, an insurrection, an attempt to overthrow everything. Others, simple riot, but either way, I think everyone would agree, frightening, uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable because, quite frankly, I like my little life in America or whatever, and I can complain all I want, you know, but you know, it kind of works for me, etc. I don't like the tables to be turned over. Maybe you felt like that. Maybe you've had other days of insurrection in your life. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe that's nothing compared to the day the doctor called and gave you bad news, and your life was turned upside down. Everything you thought you just could take for granted was gone. Or maybe a phone call from a friend or even a spouse that says goodbye. It's a terrible feeling to feel like there's an insurrection in your life that everything is topsy-turvy. Make no mistake, Palm Sunday and the day here that we talk about in Mark chapter 15 and all the gospel writers talk about, as Pilate brought out Barabbas and Jesus, that was all about insurrection, capital I. And Pilate had two people. And make no mistake, both of them wanted to overturn this city, that nation, this world. One of them, the obvious. Bar Abbas, as Mark says, he was arrested. He had murdered, killed some people in an insurrection. And I'll tell you, I don't know if he was necessarily a bad, bad dude. You see, the Jews have been under Roman rule for a while. 
Rome really had things pretty good, though. I mean, they had fantastic military, legal system. The economy was fantastic. The Pax Romana, you could travel wherever you wanted to. It was multicultural and multi-religious. But those Jews didn't, couldn't handle <laughs> being ruled by Rome. And every Passover, to be honest, there was a group led by somebody to overthrow the governor, Pontius Pilate, the Roman ruler there, or to make a stand. And every year, somebody was saying they were the new king, they were the Messiah, they were the leader of the new world. Of course, most of them, you would look at Barabbas, don't be too nice to him. A lot of times when people want to overthrow a government, they don't necessarily want to overthrow it for you. They want their own day of glory, their own power, their own might. They want to be in charge. It's not so much they want to help the world. <laughs> they just don't want you to be in charge. They wanted to. So here's Barabbas here, which by the way means Bar, son, Abba, not the Swedish band of the 70s, but father. Literally, that's his name, son of the father. What a coincidence. And then you had Jesus, Yeshua, God saves, is what that name means, who truly is the Son of the Father. You have one who had killed people to get ahead. You had another who raised the dead. But Jesus, he wasn't there by accident. Don't be too easy on Jesus. He wanted to start a revolution as well. When he comes in on that donkey, he chooses what's going to happen. He tells them to go get me this and bring this, and we're going to start here. And as he comes down on the Kidron Valley for the Mount of Olives on that donkey, he knows exactly the message he is, say, he is sending to the Jews, and that was that the king is coming, because the same king, Solomon, son of David, came down there a thousand years earlier, and many kings before him, when you get on a donkey and you come down that valley into Jerusalem, you are declaring war on Jerusalem. You are saying, I am king. And while Jesus kept on telling people to keep it quiet earlier, when he did miracles, if you remember, not today. Full-blown insurrection. He comes down, he's bringing thousands are coming with him who had seen him do what? Just earlier that week, raised Lazarus from the dead, four days dead, not a silly five minutes on a hospital table, stinking, smelling, frozen, alive. I mean, if you think about it, he looked like a pretty good candidate. I mean, if you think about your candidates this last election, you might think if you had a choice of a guy who raises the dead, feeds the 5,000 out of nothing, who would you choose? Jesus. Woody Guthrie has a great song, actually, Jesus Christ for President, another topic. And so when he came and he got on that donkey, people cheered. And what did they cry out? This is not church language. It's not religious language. They say, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of God. And then, blessed is the son of David. 
They waved palm branches, believing and cheering on him to complete the insurrection, to take over Jerusalem, to throw out the chief priests and the Pharisees and Rome and the whole world, to put Jerusalem back on top, to change the world. If you can feed 5,000, man, maybe you can feed 6 billion. And the people came out of Jerusalem to see what was going on. It was a Clint Eastwood movie, High Plains Drifter. A showdown is about to happen, and make no mistake, Christ was in it and sending that message that he, in fact, is king. And what's the reaction to those in charge to this Jesus? What do they do? The Pharisees? They actually go to Jesus and say, hey, man, calm this down, right? Tell your people to be quiet. You know, you're kind of talking. This is... This is kind of dangerous. Jesus looks at them and he says, if they're quiet, the very fiber of creation, the universe itself will cry out, Hosanna, blessed is you who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus, Jesus is not some religious figure to get a following. And this movement of Palm Sunday is not just some religious ceremony for you to enjoy for a half hour of your day, for your spiritual life, your therapeutic God. Christ is saying He is King of all things. This is an insurrection of absolutely cosmic proportions. But who doesn't like it? Who doesn't like it when someone else says they're king? Usually the king, the people in charge. No matter what benefit they might bring, I'm, they're pretty comfortable. And what's funny about these Pharisees and the chief priests is they will go on and on about how terrible Rome is. And they tell all their fellow Jews, oh yeah, they're awful, I can't wait, one day they're going to be gone. But they liked it. Middle managers in this system, they were comfortable. They could have a sense of authority, even though Rome ultimately was in charge. They had this perfect position of telling people how bad Rome is, at the same time enjoying the fact that they were allowed, you see, to be leaders. People that don't like this king are usually people who think themselves already king. And, and no matter what Jesus did, or no matter how much he loved people and never did anything wrong, who was more threatening, Bar Abbas or the son of the father? Jesus. They got Bar Abbas. That made sense. That's how you change the world, violence. That's how you make things happen. You need to force it. Dog eat dog. Take care of yourselves. That made sense. Jesus? Turning the other cheek? giving away everything, being kind to sinners, eating with the scumbags of the world that don't really have much to really offer society, that made no sense to them. Far more a threat to their rule was Jesus. And so they yelled out, release Barabbas. And what would you have said? You would have said the same thing. Because we're like those chief priests and Pharisees. We want to be king. 
Even if we look at a good thing straight in the eye, even if we know this is going to last forever, we would rather ultimately be in charge, which is a joke. It's just like the Pharisees who thought they were in charge but were not. So are we. You're not in charge of squat. You're not king of anything. You're underneath so much factors in your life that you have no control of. But we like the little fantasy that we're going to live to 83 years old and everything's going to be comfortable. I'm going to make a decent living, have my retirement figured out. I'm just going to keep on pretending I'm not going to die and things aren't bad out there and nothing wrong is going to happen as long as I can. We choose Barabbas because there's another insurrectionist in this lineup and that's you. You're the insurrectionist in this drama. You are the upstart. You are the one who's not happy with who's in charge, and you want to be in charge. And just like Adam and Eve, the first insurrection, they took from God, even though everything was great, and he loved them and took care of them because they wanted to be king. Make no mistake. And the world fell apart after that, and we do it the same. Oh, even us Christians, with our words and our deeds, insurrectionists, rebelling against the beautiful, gorgeous order of God's creation and creating a world that revolves around ourselves with our words and our deeds pushing people away and putting them down so we can be lifted up, pursuing our own interests, not care of the needy. We don't have to care of the poor. We say we do. We give it the office. Meanwhile, our own people, our friends, and our family are the brunt of our actions and our words Humankind is the insurrectionist in this universe by our sin and our hatred of each one and our words and our deeds. We are Barabbas. Because you see, Jesus actually is not the insurrectionist here. This is his universe. He's actually come to take it back. And the good news is unlike Barabbas, who wanted to beat up the bad guy, which is us, this Jesus dies for the bad guy. Thank God we are Barabbas, because Barabbas was let go, and Jesus, without complaint, took his place on the cross and started the greatest revolution of all time, God dying for sinners. The righteous taking the place of the unrighteous without complaint. And in Jesus' name, you are forgiven of all your sins and all your insurrections and all your rebellions and all your desire to push people away and just serve yourself, absolutely forgiven by the blood of Christ, just as Barabbas was, because Christ took that place. What a revolution. And turned everything upside down. God came and served sinners instead of demanding us to serve him. And three days later, talk about an insurrection flipped over the grave, defeated death. Who's your king? Jesus. What has this king done? Unlike any other king we have, or politician, philosopher, boss, you, 
literally serves, loves, died and rose for you and has brought you into his kingdom and has made the world good again and has began something that's not going to stop. This is not a religion. This is not some movement. This is not therapy. Jesus has come and his reign has come and is taking over the universe, not through violence, but through giving, generosity, forgiving, and loving even sinners. Who's your king? Jesus. Thank God. In Jesus' name, amen. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear the trumpet sound, I'm on a ride right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my